Hey guys, today's episode, I'm going to talk about a game that may make me recant one of my strongest stances that I hate villainous. Star Wars villainous is coming soon. People meet up means we had a lot of games played. The illiterati are watching you. <laughs> that checks out. I can't argue that. And Dead by Daylight is finally getting a board game. I've talked about this for a very long time. I'm very excited. I'm hoping it works out. And we barely talk about Elden Ring. We'll see you there. Hey guys, I'm Tim. I'm Bob. I'm Spencer. And I'm Dan. This is the Board Game Rundown. Today is our news show. So we're going to talk about some news and crowdfunding. But first, we're going to talk about games we played. And before yeah. that, Bob, what should everybody do? Like, subscribe, share, ring the bell, do all those things you do for YouTube to get the word out there. Because why, Dan? Uh, algorithm, math, stuff. Yeah. Well, plus, Dan likes to talk about things that are going to come out that are do the day after this release. That's true. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's why it's important is yeah. because, yeah, when we talk about these uh, Kickstarters, we try to be aware of the time yeah. sensitivity, but... I will say, actually, though, last night I saw a Kickstarter that people were probably going to be in that mm. we clearly weren't going to be able to talk about, so I just shared it on our Discord, and I was like, hey, guys, check this out. So, oh, so yeah. you mean if they're on the, oh, Discord, the Discord... You get information that you might not get on the show? That's true. Like, you know, oh. just trying to help people out. I'm just yeah. being like, oh, this ends in two days. That ain't going to work. Hey, right. guys, check this out if you're interested. Yeah, plus we had an opportunity where people could um, play test games that was shared, and we were sharing that in our Discord as well. So if you're interested in doing that, you can get on there to get that kind of information. Like Ooh. real games, not our games. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, no, like, like Grand games. Gamers Guild. Grand Gamers Guild, not so yet. it's yeah. legit. Not yet. So yeah. legit <laughs> games, yeah. not just uh, whatever drivel that Dan and I yeah. are conspiring to make. <laughs> yeah. uh, anyways, all right, guys. Uh, so games we played. Played quite a bit. Since last yeah. time? Uh, I played a bunch. Played yeah. <laughs> yeah. We had a little Meeple meetup uh, in there, so that always <laughs> Right before the show to... started, I said, I barely played it. And then you're like, oh, wait, oh, I, wait played I did a play bunch. a bunch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Who's, who's starting us off? Uh, Bob. Sure, yeah. You I'll... usually have a big list. I got it. Well, thank you. Um, I played the Rick and Morty deck builder game, right? So okay. So Cryptozoic. Total Rickall, or is that a different one? No, I think it's a different one. I'm okay. Sure. I think it's just the Rick and Morty deck builder game. Okay. Uh, but yeah, it plays a lot like DC, right, where you've got your... Yep. Um, uh, so you're you're uh, Rick with a superpower, and uh, you're buying other Ricks and Mortys and mm. doing shenanigans like a multi you portal gun. Thing. Yeah, because you well, got a portal right. gun, you that's can get locations. They pop up each time and they go yeah, away. Yeah, and Morty. yeah, it's pretty good. Okay. It's not as, quite as good as the uh, Into the Echo side, but it's pretty, checks out. Pretty well. good. Yeah. <laughs> that's a tough one to beat. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know. <clears throat> but then uh, then I borrowed the uh, that mob Big Apple. Yeah, I really enjoy that. It's a great little it's... two player area control. Dice rolling game. It's good. Yeah. It's good. Yeah, I was fun. telling you. I couldn't good. believe that that's, a, that's a, the copy that you gave me is not the deluxe. That's the retail. Yeah. It's still beautiful. Like gold inlays, you know, nice little wooden meeples. The it's, only thing it's lacking is the poker chips, really. Yeah. I mean, when they're fine. But, no, yeah. They, they do the job. They do the job. But when you have the actual poker chips, you're like, oh, these are really nice. But then you're just going to put them out and they're going to sit there. Yeah, you know, <laughs> so also you really true. You don't do you. You can move them around a little bit, a little by bit, yeah, sure. One action, but you don't right. get to sit there and yeah, splash the pot. Yeah, that's right. I splash. The uh, pot. Yeah, no, that's. I'm glad you're enjoying that. That's mm -hmm. a good. I really like that game. I'm looking forward to us getting a review of it done. Yeah. Uh, so I'm I'm glad that you sweet that you enjoyed that. All right. Uh, uh, throw it to somebody else. Sure. Mm. Uh, I got to play a game with my daughter, Outfoxed. Oh, I love yeah. Outfoxed. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's kind of like um, Guess Who, mm -hmm. kind of, where uh, there's a fox on the board who's trying to escape, and you go around the board trying to get the clues. Uh, there's this cool little device where the clues, you get to 
they all have a little gap in them. It's a little token with a little gap, and you put it in this little device, and then you pull something out, and it'll tell you, does the uh, fox, the one who's guilty, um, does he have on a necklace? or she, mm -hmm. or a top hat. And so each one will have three different things. And so you're trying to deduce which one of them is the one is that the guilty one. is the guilty one mm -hmm. before he escapes. And you're rolling dice to do this. So it's like Yahtzee style. Okay. And if the dice don't like you, you don't have much of a chance. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, <laughs> so I got to tell you a funny story about that game. Yeah. I don't know if you remember this. So I first met Spencer mm -hmm. at a game store that is no longer there. That was the, uh, yeah, we know what you're yep, talking about. Yep. Um, mm -hmm. Where I met Dan. And Bob met, met Dan. Dan there, yeah. Dan just like like a troll. He hung out there. Hung out I, there. I, I literally, I lived like three blocks yeah. from there. Like, yeah, yeah, was, really. I was there a lot. So <laughs> I met Spencer. Like Can I have friends? <laughs> <laughs> I met Spencer playing uh, uh, in a Ticket, Ticket to Ride, ride. tournament, mm -hmm. which uh, I won. Yep. And I won the, I forget what I won. Um. I won a game or something. Yeah. I forget I, what game. Was it Terraforming Mars? No, it was like King Domino or something. No. Okay. Was it King Domino? It might have been it King Domino. Been. Well, this um, is interesting. No, yeah. but Spencer <laughs> like was there, and Addie was busted up that you didn't win because she wanted the game. Oh, that's right. And so Spencer got her outfoxed right. that day. And I was like, no, that's a really good game because I have it for my kids, blah, mm. blah, blah. And so. it's <laughs> funny. When you started talking about Al Fox, I'm like, I remember. I was there the day that Spencer got that yeah. game. Yeah. Yep. And I'm the reason you got that game, yep. but just by default, because... <laughs> so the game sucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a good kid's game. It's really yeah, good. It's, yeah, it's even fun for the adults. So, yeah, uh, we played that one, and then we had a night with Mike. We did. We, uh, we were able to go to Mike's place, which, I mean, I'm just going to say on camera and embarrass him now. What a nice game room. <laughs> oh, my goodness. His whole house was beautiful, but his <laughs> game room mm has -hmm. inspired me to actually clean my house. I know. <laughs> oh, that's what it took? Yes. <laughs> uh, so which first, is annoying for Spencer because he has a really nice house. Yeah. <laughs> so how do you how do you think we feel? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, and I'm, my basement's coming along too. So it'll be good. there soon. It's good. Um, first, we start off with Wavelength, which is the first time I've played this game. I have, I have not, not played. Well, technically, there is now an app out for it okay. um, that kind of plays like the Jackbox games, where you'll join oh, okay. a room and then like you'll all make like scenarios right like the either ors and then it will kind of rotate around and like yours will show up on screen and everyone who's not you will guess right it's like a cooperative jackboxy version um it played really really fun especially since it was a full co-op version which is a, a little different oh, right yeah, yeah. um but uh anyway i mean there's probably points and it probably says a winner like jackbox but as far as i know it says it's cooperative um but yeah so wavelength is a game by the way wavelength is by palm court i have written um we'll see if that's right uh, so Wavelength is a game where there is uh, usually what I've seen is two teams and they have a uh, person who basically has uh, two extremes, right? So it might say freezing cold, burning hot, right? And then there is a little uh, thing with a, a dial. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and it, they randomize it and there will be a little pie section cut out. Uh, randomized on that dial, and then they have to give their team a clue One to word, get them right? to turn. It can be anything. Oh, anything? Uh, it can be anything. Uh, it can even be full-on expressions. It's just that peop the, the designer stuff say keep it simple because that makes it more complicated. I think it's way more fun when you say some like, uh, the first drop of rain on a summer's eve. And they're like, what does that mean? And they're like, figure it out. <laughs> you know? You play too much uh, Shadow Network. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, but, uh, and then so you're trying to give a clue to get your team to dial it to be within that section. 
Uh, and then the other team gets a chance to say if the center of that section with the most points is to the left or right of where you dialed it. If they're right, they also get a point. Um, and that's the whole game. You just go back and yeah. forth, and uh, there's an uh, interesting catch-up mechanic in the game that doesn't always happen, but it is a extreme catch-up mechanic. Like, hey, if you're getting your butt kicked, basically, if the team that is losing can get directly on the four, they can nail it, then they can immediately take another turn. I mean, that's a, that's a cool little idea. It doesn't happen all the time, but it gives them a chance. They know in the back of their mind, hey, we got to nail this because we can go again, right? Um, but it, I, I thought it was fine. Um, it, you know, I've been wanting to play it for a long time. Yeah, I remember when it came out to Kickstarter and I was interested, but right? uh, didn't have the funds at that moment. Th- there are other party games that I enjoy more, but like if someone said let's play Wavelength, I wouldn't say no. I sure. will say it's one of the games that has a... a a, I don't know what you call it, a host of a team, whatever, you know, like yeah. Phantom Inc. and stuff like that. Have the one person who's like yep. sitting behind the, the you the know, screen. the secret to yeah, yeah. the screen. Um, this might be the most stressful one, like because the whole point is that that card is so insane and you just have to come up with something. Mm-hmm. You know, like one of them is uh, let's say that the 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 pie slice is like at the 40 percent mark and your clues are utopia and dystopia. And you're like, yeah. okay, how do I get them? What do I say that gets them to guess? It's more of a utopia than a dystopia, but not too much oh, more man. of a utopia and than a dystopia. Matrix. And yeah. some of them might be <laughs> yeah. a little bit controversial. One of the cards that I, did, I rejected was, there is a god, there isn't a god. Like, right. And what? like, <laughs> So you have to say, what can I say to make them think there is a god? Or, or say it's all the way down on this one. Okay, well, I have to say something that proves there's a god. <laughs> like, what do I say? He will disappear <laughs> in a yeah. puff of logic. That's right. Without that faith for God's that, exist. Exactly. Right. The whole point is belief. So just by me saying there is a god means that i don't believe right uh but uh, anyway so it, it, it's interesting and stressful yes. <laughs> but it was fun i, I enjoyed fun. it i did uh, and then i got to play clank in space Which you were the one had never played i've never played any clank before yeah, oh you've never played any no. clank now oh. i've played clank in i love space. clank that was fun i, I liked clank. it i know i so haven't good. played the original clank. Right, sure. in space was, we'll was really fun yeah. i prefer space slightly but that does seem to be the uh minority i think most people say that normal clank no, is better i think i have heard that until clank legacy came out in space was the, the preferred, preferred version. Okay, that is not what I had heard, sure. like in the forums and stuff. But that honestly, I think that more leaned to the fact, though, that Clank has 20 expansions and Clank in Space just recently got like its second like uh, or third. something. It's yeah. got a few. Right, but, but yeah. like for a long time, there were none. And it was like, right. if you have Clank in Space, that's all you get. If you have normal Clank, you have a million options. Right. And I think that might have been what leaned into what I was hearing. Sure. Uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, fantastic deck building game yep. where you are moving around a board. Yep, and and you, uh, getting artifacts. Yeah, and you're you're limited by uh, the different cards you can play, where you can move, if you can take damage as you move. Uh, and in this one, it, the, the board is separate into sections, and you can't get into the last section until you have... Multipass. Yes, you have multipass. multipass. <laughs> um, you've nice. gone to uh, hack the computer in two different areas. Mm-hmm. And then you can get to the last section and steal the big device, try to get all the way back to the cockpit and escape. Um yeah, it was it was fun. It was stressful. Uh, we were basically tied. Oh man, what <laughs> an ending for Clank! Spencer so and I per- perfectly tied, and he won because he had the art one artifact better than me. Slightly. Like it was like the twenty versus the twenty five <laughs> or something. Tiebreaker. Wow! And 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 he only had the twenty five versus my twenty because he was able to get into the final section first. Slightly faster. And we were like both heading there, and he got that. So I was like, I'll take this because now the game's gonna end soon. Now that Spencer right. has that, and we booked it. Yeah. We also had two people not make it out. 
Oh, yeah, nice. that's right. Which I is super rare from oh. my experience. Like, one person straight up died and didn't score. The other person made it to the cargo bay, they call it, yeah, or something, like so, so they can score, but, but the they bonus. don't get the yeah. bonus yeah. points. The, the equivalent of pods. being above ground. And, right. And yeah. didn't the guy who died, he had, like, the 30, and he was coming back. And I mean, if he made it. Yeah, he probably would have won. Well, I think we mathed it, and I think Mike would have won if he had made if he'd it. Made who it, was yeah, the yeah. person in the cargo yeah, bay? Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, ends the breaks. I mean, Clank is a fantastic game system. Um, I'm looking forward to whatever the next uh, iteration is. Honestly, don't even care. Though, Blind yeah, by right. Yeah. Even though Clank yeah. and Clank and Space are extremely similar, just the theme difference and the slight mechanical differences are enough for me to recommend both. And I'm interested in the next iteration. They're, yeah, they're uh, great games. I, yeah. I'll definitely want to play that one again, mm-hmm. and every version I can get my hands on. Yeah. We really yeah, have to do that. a legacy with all of us. It's, I know. I still great. haven't oh, played I'd, it. I'd love to play that. I've got yeah. a legacy in Shrink waiting. Ooh. Yep. Just so waiting. After the stress waiting. of Clank, I we know. decided to come <laughs> down with Bob Ross, Art of the Chill. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, so a, for a mass market uh, you know, game that you find at big box stores. Yeah. How was Bob Ross? Uh, so, so first of all, evidently uh, by Big G Creative, if you guys look it up, because there are like three uh, Bob Ross games out now. Oh. They kind of exploded. Huh. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so what did you think of Bob Ross? I actually enjoyed it. Um, it definitely has a challenge in it. Um, the way you play is there's, and they're probably real Bob Ross paintings, uh, are on a little easel. They have to be. They're, They've got to yeah, be. Yeah, they're really good. And so happy trees. Yes. There's a lot of so happy trees. So there's like trees. five different okay. elements that might be on there, and we'll have three. So it might have happy trees, fluffy clouds, and majestic mountains. And each one is going to have a different color yeah. palette that you've got to make. And everyone's got their own little board, and they're going to they have two sections where they can put the colors, and they've got to match it up and then paint it, and that takes it off, and they get points, especially for the first one, they get more points. But the whole time, every time you're uh, moving, you roll the little Bob Ross die, and if it lands on a Bob Ross head, a little Bob Ross figure moves across the painting. Because he's just chilling. Yeah. It's, I think that's as he gets what it further, <laughs> it actually lowers the points of some of the uh, mm. different well, elements. So th- what this represents, again, for, for being a mass I market game, this. like you're saying, so much of this was really well thought out. Yeah. Your player board is the palette, and the cards that you're getting are the tools and the paints, and you're putting them on your palette and mixing them together. Oh. And if you have, and uh, you have two sections there, so like if, if, and each section only has three colors. So if one thing needs four colors, you have to use both sections. You have to use your whole palette. But if one has three colors, and you accidentally already have a paint down in your two sections, you are mixing a color that doesn't need Exist. mixed in this, and you have to clean your palette and wash it off and start over again. So that is a whole oh, wow. thing. But then the thing that we were just talking about is Bob Ross is moving and making things less points, and that's because he's painting too, and yeah. he's faster than you. Oh my gosh, is he fast. And, and it, it purposely <laughs> simulates that famous joke and feeling that you get watching Bob Ross where you're, you're like, like you're what? watching him, and, you're, and you look down, you're trying to paint, you look at him, the painting's done, and you're like, <laughs> you know and so yeah so as he's painting you're like slow down <laughs> like, I, I'm trying to paint this yeah it's you know? like a, a two to five player but I'm like no that's a one player just try to beat Bob Ross <laughs> right right I said it felt like the Sherlock Holmes consulting detective oh, right. you know like you're like he's so fast I can't outsmart him you know uh, um, so from your description it sounds very color dependent is there anything to mitigate that or to help with the that is a very good question I'm not certain I don't think the cards say the colors I don't on think them. They do. I honestly don't remember. They might be different pictures, but then it'd be very difficult for you to you know really tell. Man, that is a great question. A question Actually, yeah. you know what? I'm gonna say uh, it does matter only because even if the cards say the color on it, the board doesn't. 
and the board shows you yeah, the yeah, color splotches you color. need. Kind of like the bottom of the canvas cards, how it has yep. the colored lines, yep. right? Yep. So at least it's those are all in the same spot. Right. So you kind of game I, I don't think it is. Now, I will say the one thing I will give the game is that um, not always perfect because there are so many paintings in the game, but for the most part, it does make sense, and I guess that doesn't help yeah. you either super much. But like, so the clouds, right, on a picture that has like a morning sky are gonna be, are you're gonna have to mix like blue, red, and white, right? Because that's the blue for the sky, the red because the hints of the red in the morning, and the white because the clouds, right? It makes sense, yeah. right? If you're painting trees, you're gonna need brown and green, and you know, depending if it's autumn, you might throw some red or yellow in there, right? Like they do make sense. So like, if you're looking at a painting. It does make sense. Like, so if you're looking at a tree, you know 100% there's going to be green and brown in there. The problem is, well, if it's fall, you you wouldn't necessarily yeah, yeah. be able to tell that. And then what mm-hmm. colors do I need? So I'll say it is a bit color dependent, yeah, yeah. but we can come back with more information on that. Sure. Have to get some glasses and then play Scoville, Bob Ross. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I also like that um, in order to paint one, you have to use the right tool. Ooh. And they're all the Bob Ross tools, the palette and the brush and everything. Right, I right. So that. the tree not only needs <laughs> fan you know, brush yellow, whatever. blue, yes. or whatever, but yeah, you need the fan brush in your hand <laughs> to discard as well to That's paint funny. and stuff. So I think they did a great job with the theme yeah. here. And I'm going to say a super unpopular opinion, I'm sure. I enjoyed this a lot more than Canvas, which I thought I was a similar, too. like, you know, painting yeah. kind of thing. I mean, the mechanics are way different, but it's like, okay, you're painting pictures, and they're both very relaxing, calming games, both kind of a party-ish feeling. Mm. Bob Ross is a bit more relaxing than party to where sure. Canvas is the other way, right? But um, but I, I, I played Canvas a lot, and I don't dislike it, but I'm, I don't like it as much as other people, it seems. I think and Canvas I this. is fine, but I'm not, like, one to just go, right. hey, I want to play Canvas. Right, and I played sure. this, and I, like, really, I was like, I want to play this again. Yeah, like, it, was, it, it, was a good game. it was a good mixture of, like, <laughs> fun and challenging, you know? Right and on. chilling. Cool. And, and chilling. chilling. And <laughs> chilling. Uh, I got more, but we can... Get back to me later. Sure. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like, so last week we played uh, Vigilante. We did. The uh, final production copy. I don't that think is we've ever talked about that game. I know. We've hardly ever talked about it, and I never talk about the art, but the right. art is really good on that okay. game. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so it is a tableau, hand ma- tableau building, hand management, social action deduction. social deduction yeah. game. Yeah. <laughs> sprinkling <laughs> all sorts of things. sprinkling a yeah. bunch of stuff on there. Toil um, and trouble. <laughs> oh man! But you're basically you're building this superhero team, and you're going and you're knocking out the supervillains, and then and there's a uh, potentially like a scenario which might give you different objectives, or it might layer the the grouping of how many good players, neutral players, players. evil players. Yeah. And it was really funny because the scenario we played, um, we knew there was one good player, and everything else was random. Mm-hmm. So it's like, wow, we don't know. And we're all like accusing each other of being evil, uh-huh. you know. Which uh, I would do anyway, but yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Turns out we were all good, uh, and but each, but even then, that didn't guarantee victory for everybody because Correct. because of your own conditions. individual card, you have you have different requirements you need to meet to win. Um, but we, which is we, cool, yeah. No, yeah. it's super cool. I really yeah, appreciate yeah. that okay. yeah. because I mean, we all won, but it wasn't guaranteed that we were all good. Right, because like, one person's like, "Oh, uh, five guys arrested per player, or seven people per player, right. or you know, yeah, yeah, like or that. some are." Uh, I know that some no more are, than so many people can die. Yeah, some are related to the um, class of villains as well. The little mm-hmm. icons on them, like have yeah. a certain amount of this Those type of villain just, right. and stuff, Yakuza yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, I, couldn't I was, think I was of playing. One. I'm like, I need seven and more. Uh, Per player to be mm-hmm. defeated, and I'm looking around. We're getting near the end. Like, He's only got five. Yeah, I gotta <laughs> kill more. Right, kill some extras. <laughs> gotta, gotta get that average up, man. Yeah. Those are rookie <laughs> numbers. <laughs> yeah. But uh, but yeah, vigilante, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, it's coming to retail soon. 
Uh, so if you if you are interested in it, I would ask your FLGS about trying to find a copy. They've got a website. Yep. They've got links and videos and, and so on and so forth. We also have, we'll have a video coming, coming up. We had an interview with the designer, uh, and that will be out very soon. Next Reed. Week? Yeah. Yeah, Reed Mescola. Reed Mescola. We had a great conversation with him, but if you don't know anything about the game, you should probably check out our review and stuff Watch first. Watch the review because, video first. Uh, yeah. We don't talk no. about how to play in the interview because we just want to talk about the, you know an interview with the designers for people who already know about the game for the most part. Uh, so you should probably at least know how to play the game or the interview won't make as much sense. Sure. Mm. I mean, we do talk about like... Right. The basic mechanics and stuff. Right. Sure. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah, but we all played Vigilante. We did. Um, <laughs> we played Phantom Inc. We did. Yep. Yep, uh, we one. believe we all played that together. Yeah, I right? think we so, did. Yeah, wait for everybody to kind I, of show up. I think it was my first time playing not as the, the spirit. spirit. Yeah. Was it also your first time playing on Bob's team and getting your butt kicked? <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna high five his head. Terrible. <laughs> I was watch that high five. I, I was, was purposely just gonna high five his head, <laughs> and then he, he intercepted. And I was like, oh dang. But, uh, uh, I will just say full disclosure. I believe Jeff was our spirit. Oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> he just Correlation is not always causation. But... <laughs> for the record. Bus you... For the record. That, that I bus agree. You just... I understood your clues and I wasn't on your team. The bus <laughs> just went by may or may not have had Jeff underneath. Yeah. Uh, but I yeah, the spirit. It was fun. We, yeah, uh, Phantom Inc. is really good. Mm. Uh, playing the spirit is a blast. Yeah. It is also a ton of fun being on the other side of that, trying to figure out what, what questions, the heck. What are they talking about? What the yeah. heck are these clues for? Right. I mean, mm. I'll say, too, for Phantom Inc., I think in the review I talked about, like, man, I don't want to be the Phantom super often because that's, like, because the other side seems so much more fun or something. I said something like that. But then, like, after playing Wavelength and saying how hard it is to be the one in that one, I'm like, I'll be the... <laughs> I'll be the, the host yeah. in any game yeah, other yeah. than that one now, yeah. you know. Um, and then we also played uh, a couple rounds of uh, Teensyville Blood on the Clock Tower. We played yes. Blood on the Clock Tower in real life. Yeah. It was, was it was awesome. We had a great time with our little gossip simulator, walk around whispering <laughs> to each other. And I purposely, because I knew it was going to be great, I'll use the word content, even though it wasn't like recorded. It's not for you guys, but it was great content for us. Uh-huh. I I was purposely uh, in a double claim with Tim in the second game, uh, saying that I was what Tim was so that Tim and I would argue the whole second game. And it was fantastic. <laughs> it was oh, so well, good. And in the second game, three of us said we were the same two roles. Oh, yeah. yeah. Two, which was very weird because that mathematically so, doesn't work out. So, yeah, there was, that, there was that. And then I had the weird crossover with Dan. And I'm like, what in the hell is happening? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I kept saying, like, well, I know you're not the mayor. Right, like, well, I know you're not. (laughs) 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 Fantastic! It was so funny. Uh, And somehow we pulled it off. Well, (laughs) what's really funny is the uh, the first game. I was a character where I knew who everybody was. I was the only one who knew who everybody was, and I was an evil character. And so I waited. I played it really cool because I didn't want to like abuse the information and just break the game right right away. But. So I talked to everybody but Spencer, who was the the imp, uh, the, imp, the yep. main bad guy. I waited, and I let Spencer initiate conversation with me because I didn't want to. I just yeah. want to play this real cool plus, and see what happens. Plus, uh, Mike said, like, 30 seconds. I'm like, yeah, now's a good time. Yeah, so Spencer's <laughs> like, okay, you know, and I just go, before you say anything, I know you're the imp. And Spencer's like... Yeah. Well, because he has the trauma of the other game where he walked up to an, an innocent the person and person. said, I'm the imp. <laughs> and still won. Wow. But, or or so you said, I'm a minion. Uh, but, yeah, but, yeah, but anyways, I was like, 
I was like, I know the imp because blah, 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 blah. And Spencer's like, oh, okay. And yeah. I said, now look, they already suspect, I forget, they, it was yeah. Jeff. They already suspect Jeff. I'm not going to nominate him. I say we just let people nominate him. And we're like, and then we'll just vote if we need to. And sure enough, it played out that way. We won like. We, first first we had a very great. unfortunate game, and I don't mean unfortunate as in not fun. It was amazing. Oh, it was so like, much fun. We had what I think might be the most powerful role in the game. He's, Tim. He was the spy. No. Oh, the spy. My <laughs> mistake. <laughs> he was the spy who, you know that secret grimoire the, the, the uh, storyteller gets to look at and design and everything? Every night, he just shows that to Tim, and Tim knows everything in the game so at the start of the game he knows it's who everyone is it's good to be the king yeah it, it's so powerful but it makes it obvious because how do you portray that information without everyone saying oh well he's the spy he knows everything right, right. um but so and then in that game we had a saint who was playing a bit cagey which is fine the saint usually does but since the saint played a little cagey tim was oh, yeah. able to kind of you know oh people, let are people sa- run with it yeah you know, and if the yeah. saint gets executed voted dead by everybody then uh they they lose the game good the team, team loses the game so it was like like if i could get everybody to just kill jeff we win like that but if i but if we gotta <laughs> but if we gotta play it out like i was very content to like let this right. play out too though right because right. i had all the information so i was very comfortable just kind of being in cruise control with this you know what i mean and uh no yeah and i said like because he did come out as saint when it started coming towards him as the thing and i said i was like it's like day one. We clearly should not be killing Jeff right now. Like, what is happening? And good team fell apart and did not listen yeah, to that yeah. logic, and they absolutely voted for Jeff. Well, I also realized that if anyone was killed on the first night, Evil was going to win because the it's next good, round, Evil oh. would have been tied with good, and we wouldn't have killed anyone. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah again, that's the problem with Teensyville, right? Yeah. you got to really mm-hmm. stack the good team um, because if you, like you said, basically mathematically, if you kill a townsfolk day one, it's going to be very difficult to to come back yeah. from that. So you yeah. got to kind of stack them with really powerful roles that learn stuff. You know, like a washwoman in a normal game is cool, but a washwoman like a Teensyville is huge. I mean, that's two good people verified possibly out right. of you know five. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, no, nope. nope. it was it was, it was uh, yeah. We played a couple rounds of that. It was it did not disappoint. Yep, no, by, it was a ton of fun by the Pandemonium Institute, and uh, it's finally shipping. we're like literally less than two months away. Yeah, from it's getting it shipping. close. It's oh, getting yeah. close. So yeah, excited. Yeah. Nice. Getting close. Um, I've got only one other game to talk about if you guys want to bust oh, a few yeah. more. I got a few. I'm done, uh, I so I uh, did play some Into the Echo side. Oh, oh right so, on. Yep, got that to the table a little bit. Um, talked about it a lot. Uh, blank Slate. Yes. Uh, yes. Blank Slate. Played that a big, was fun. big game of Blank Slate. That was a lot of fun. We had like, like the eight people. Players, yeah. yeah, I played all eight people. And that was, uh, it was close. Yeah, Normally was. like one or two people start to It was like a it. bunch of new people. I saw. I yeah. wasn't in on that game, but I saw like a bunch of new yeah, faces. Yeah, like at least four people. Yeah, so, one of the new people mm-hmm. won, but I mean, we were mostly all within five points. Yeah, we're all like pretty much close to over 20. Yeah. Right yeah, on. So that was a really good game. Uh, and then after that, we still had a large group. So we played uh, Detective Club. I love uh, nice, that's if you nice. play Dixit. Uh, it's like that with more BS, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> you got you got that's a good uh, explanation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you have these little pads of paper, and you're gonna come up with. Uh, you're gonna look at your cards, like one person is, and they're gonna come up with some kind of a word or clue or phrase that links two of the cards together, and they're gonna write that down on all these pads of paper except for one. Mix them up and hand them out to all the players, so everybody knows what you're talking about except for one person. And then you're gonna lay one card down. Everybody's gonna look at it, and then everybody else is gonna lay down one card, go all the way around. 
then you're going to lay down your other card, and everybody's going to look at it, and then lay down their second card. And then once everybody's laid out two cards, whoever wrote down the word is going to say what it was, explain why they picked the cards they did. And then they're going to go to the next person, and they're going to have to explain themselves. Oh, it's why did so you pick good. those cards? It's so yeah. good. I well, love so I saw, good. I saw rain on this card, and that made me think of the first drop of rain on the summer. One time it came, I was uh, the next person right uh-huh. afterwards, and I was uh, uh, didn't know, and I'm yeah. like, I don't know anything. So I'm like, well, I really had terrible hands. Yeah, that can explain why I don't pick, so I had to get rid of a card. gets used Way every, every oh, game, sure does. Yeah. every round. Right, mm-hmm. but that's because sometimes it's just true. Sometimes uh, yeah. you just have a terrible yeah. hand. Yeah. There's this one kid there, and man, he played it off so well. I was like, ah, that's, it's got to be legit, so it's got to be somebody else. And no, it was him, man. He totally hoodwinked me. It was, it was pretty good. That, I love I love yeah. Detective Club. Yeah. It is it's so one of the, I think it's one of the better, because there's like, what, three games now that kind of use those like, like large terribles. Yeah. 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 Oh, Detective Club is my favorite one of those yeah so like yeah there's like these crazy artwork cards and it's just so right. like and then with random. the same idea though have you played obscurio i have no because i've heard that one's really good that okay. one has the same kind of so mysterium detectives club uh you know they all have that same kind of like solving things off of the picture mechanic uh-huh. thing or whatever sure and i've heard obscurio is really good but yeah okay. none of us have to played. look at that yeah oh, yep. i'm gonna write that down obscure you guys should write that down too obscurio <laughs> okay uh, and then after that, we kind of broke up into two groups to get some other games played. Uh, we played Black Fleet. It's oh, one yeah, of my favorite pickup and delivery games. You got, I've got a really nice copy of like the At least ships. Quest and Cannons comes out. Yes. Yeah. yeah this, is, this, is my, this is my go-to pickup delivery pirate type game until yes. once that hits. So and your copy is beautiful. Yeah. Your copy oh, yeah. of Black Sails yeah, yeah. looks really good. Yeah, Black Fleet. Black Fleet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but you, know, you, you pick them up. It's got like the ships have spots to hold the little um, cubes on, and you're playing cards that give you movement. There's Navy ships that you can go around and try to sink the pirates. The pirates are coming up and hitting your ship, taking your cubes and trying to bury them in the sand somewhere while you're trying to do this pickup and delivery and then unlock this tableau of cards that will get you more asymmetrical powers and whatnot. And I got the uh, attack from one space away. Oh my gosh, it's brutal! Uh, yeah, it, it was so good, but yeah. It was, did you win Bad Teacher Award? I did. Yeah, but, <laughs> <laughs> he always does. Yeah, well, te- technically Bob, we had to stop early. Bob likes but I was teaching new too. players because it's how he wins. Uh, <laughs> Not true. Uh, I win otherwise him. as well. But yeah, that wasn't totally my fault. I had a really strong card. <laughs> that you did. I did. Uh, and then I did play the Lost Ruins of Arnak yep. with the Expedition Leaders oh, expansion. How was nice. that? I really liked it. So you get like asymmetrical people, and instead of having your little campsite that everybody's is the same, you get an asymmetrical board, and they've nice. all got different powers and whatnot. I use the Falconeer, and so like um, some of my cards will let me move my Falcon, um, or I could like uh, give up certain actions to move the Falcon. And the further the Falcon was down the track, the, then I could reset it and gain like recall oh, it basically cool. right? gotcha. and gain an ability. It's like it was out hunting doing things, for yeah, and then yeah. bringing yeah. me back like That's items really cool. and things like that. Yeah, so that was super neat. And then. Um, I'm trying to think of what uh, the other players had for their abilities, but I was still trying to just figure mine out that I, I wasn't really paying a lot of attention to their. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's yeah. like five or six different uh, people to choose from, and it adds new uh, a new track, so the science uh, track, like where right. you do, that changes up quite a bit. Uh, and Does it just like layer on top? Like it's yeah, a you just track? It's like okay. a, yeah, it's yeah, it's like an over over got uh, it over thing. And then um, new cards and whatnot in there too, but I, I I like it. I added it in there. And yeah, yeah. I was gonna say you said at the beginning you said like I like it. Yeah, as if it sounded like most people don't. Well, yeah. the, uh, Tim didn't care for his not this Tim. Yeah. Uh, didn't care for his character. Ability. Okay, and I don't know if he just was just having a hard time getting it to proc correctly or whatnot. Um, he was his first time playing the game too, so it might okay, have just been sure. too, too much. Too much. Too much. Too much yeah. once, I was gonna so. say because I just don't see how it couldn't be great. Like obviously right. balancing would be the big thing, right? But sure. as long as that's not a problem, like it's Arnax a good 
good game, and then mm-hmm. you just throw asymmetric player powers in it, and I'm sold. Like, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. It just sounds great to me. Yeah, no, you have to check it out. But it's, it, like I said, he just might have had a hard time playing it with it as his first go around. Sure. But like, I know David enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. Uh, Tim just seemed to be about it a little bit. Sure. Right on. Well, that's good. That's yeah. good. Good to hear. Because yeah. uh, Arnak is a really good game, and yeah. then they, you know, the expansion's kind of been hard to get. I pre-ordered that thing. Like well, yeah, and now we have to try because didn't you just get the Dune Imperium expansion I too? Did, so now we that. have to play that one too. Oh, no. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just yeah. saying, like, this, we have to try both expansions because that's such a those games fight a lot. They do, especially yeah. in this group yeah. about yeah. which one's better and stuff. Mm-hmm. So like now they both have expansion. I've heard great things for both expansions. Mm-hmm. So like I'm really interested. Yeah, to see I read what the I read the rule book for it, so we'll have to try it out. So. Right on. Uh, so I got a game, uh, Lucky Duck Kids, okay, game called Yummy Yummy Monster Tummy. Okay. I don't know if I know this one. <laughs> no, it's pretty new. Uh, yeah, just okay. came out last year. But anyways, it's kind of neat. Uh, it's interesting. Um, you might have a hard time with it because it is very color okay. dependent. Yeah, I'm out. But um, <laughs> but it's an app-driven game like a lot of Lucky Duck ones are. Okay. Um, it's interesting because you open up the, the box and there's like a deck of cards and it's like, stop. This is the first you know deck you use. So you grab the uh, – you grab – you know, those that section first and you're like in grandpa's attic. And so you shuffle all these cards up and the cards are like just things and that are certain colors. It could be like underwear or a tutu, mm-hmm. you know, or an old sock. And um, some of the cards are like avocados and things like that. Same but they've fact. got vitamins on them. OK, like a little vitamin symbol. So the thing is, is is in the app will bring up this little monster, you know, on your phone. Right. So I just have my phone sitting in the middle of the, you know, the floor and we're sitting around playing. And uh, the monster, let's just say the monster is purple. So you, without talking, everybody's got to play a card, and you hold it over the phone. It reads a QR code, and it looks like this old sock is, <laughs> you know, the monster is eating this old sock. Got it. And, but you are trying to feed the monster a combination of colors that will keep him as close to the color as he is. Mm. But you've got to do it. Um, you, can, you can say, like, oh, I've got a pretty good one, you I know. See. You'd be vague with your clues. Right, you just can't say I've got the I got a blue pink one. sock. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. You got to You could say I guess, I guess I don't know if all the socks are like the same color. You might be able to say I've got a sock, you know, or whatever. Anyways, uh, you you got to be vague. Um, Tim, I don't know if all the socks are the same color either. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Beauty. Uh, but so, anyways, uh, you're doing this, and then you know the monster will change to the color that you that it, because of the combination of colors. Sure. And then uh, if you're close enough, he's happy. You get stars. You keep going. And then you've got to do you've got to get so many stars, and then you finish that, and then you can move on to another deck. Which okay. actually, you just add that deck to the next one, mm-hmm. and you you can shuffle okay. those all in together. Uh, but it's pretty fun because then every once in a while, there's a, a big eared monster that'll come out, and you can't talk when the because oh, he's nice, shy and he doesn't nice. like sound, uh-huh. so you can't talk uh-huh. while you're yeah. playing the cards for that one. And you know, but the animations and stuff on the thing, like the kids are hilarious because you know you're like, oh, I'm gonna feed it underwear, and it's like, eh, underwear, sure, you know, sure, yeah. and stuff. But, but oh, so the other thing, right? The cards that have vitamins. Mm-hmm. Monsters don't like vitamins, of course. So if you give it like an avocado, you know, it's this really great green that matches. But now he's got a vitamin. Ah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. there's a timer going, and so you have to play so many cards before the timer runs out. The, well. Uh, if you before you can play another card with a vitamin on it, okay. if you play another oh, card with a vitamin on it, they all scatter because you're giving them like yeah. good food. Well, I know this. this I'm for that again. This is a really funny idea. And yeah, then yeah. and then there's like candy cards, and that's a, like a joker. So that will match any color because right, they love that, candy. That's a perfect match. Candy. Yeah. But yeah, it's. I mean, we played through the first deck 
uh, so it's like three different scenarios. There's like story mode you can play. There's just like mm. you wow. could just play like a one shot, you know, kind so of game. I, I assume you legacy. played this solo. I played with my kids. <laughs> oh, okay. It just sounded like a Tim game. <laughs> you know, I mean, they were there. King Meister's like candy. <laughs> oh, he does not like that avocado. Neither <laughs> <laughs> do I. <laughs> Truth. Uh, but yeah, anyways, I played with the kids, uh, Clark and Mallory, and we, um, yeah, we went through the first deck, and uh, I had a really good time. It was really cute, really fun. I think, unfortunately, like, I don't think you would get to enjoy it like as much because I was like, sure. oh, I need to play this with the guys and review it. And we probably will do a review. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would be interested to see, like, How for you to look at it and yeah. for you to go, nah, eh. just ain't going to work. But if it does work, you know, that'd be awesome too. Right. But anyways, yummy, yummy, monster tummy. Lucky Duck Kids. Uh, right. I'm going to do a little sidebar here. So in the Bob Ross game, yes. uh, to educate, um, it does say the colors on the cards, like I said, because it says good, like good, cadmium good. yellow. But like I said, on the board, it doesn't. So I'm going to show you a picture. I'll send this to Jeff so that you guys can see on screen the picture Bob is looking at right now, and you can see what uh, what Bob oh, has trouble swatches with. swatches up top? Yes. Thalo yep. blue. And... Uh, I mean, this looks like a pink. Is that pink? Well, as long as they're blue. different. Well, yeah. so the colors, blue, yellow, yellow, green. The colors are going to be all very obvious painting colors. So it's going to be it's going to be it's going to yeah, be red, green to me, white, black, yeah. and then red, brown, blue, yellow, orange. Oh, it could be yeah, brown. That's I think. Right. Do you see browns? The, no, I it, mean usually, but browns got red in it, and it's the uh, red. Yeah, that that's hard true. Time. Yeah, yeah as long as you can differentiate between those slotches, that I, mean, right. I can tell they're different. Right, because you'll have you what see them in your hand, and you'll see them on the board. So as long as you can differentiate them, so you can match them, that's all that would matter. That's kind of what it comes down to a lot of times too. Is like you know, okay, yes, I can tell there's a difference. I might say that looks brown to me, and you're like. Actually, no, that's red. Like, okay, oh, well, plus, I can tell it's different than the blue one next to it. Plus, you can always, <laughs> you can always ask. Of course. Because there are other players who will be okay. able to tell you. So I wouldn't give away, like, game information? Like, no, no. Okay. No, because <laughs> that everyone blue? knows. Uh, no. Yeah, no. <laughs> like, everyone knows that people are going to be working towards stuff, and that doesn't okay. matter. Like, you could, like you would just ask when the painting first comes out. So, uh, did, like, which one has blue on it? And we'd tell you, sure. and then that's all okay. that matters. Yep. But, yeah. Anyway, okay. I wanted to uh, yeah, get that started. I got, yeah. I got a couple more real quick. Yeah, mm-hmm. fly um, through them, and then we'll get the news. First, I bought the online version of This War of Mine. Ooh, Ooh nice. Nice. From did the, the GameFound. Uh, 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 so GameFound made the, the board game version, and they gave the rights to 11-bit studios to no. do the, uh, the video game version. version, which I'm assuming is not very much like the board game. I'm very interested in getting the board game. It honestly looks very similar. Like, if you see the board game, it is a side view cut out of the house with yeah. all the different rooms, and then there's outside sections, and there's, like, like um, exploration cards and stuff, it looks like, and stuff. So it looks like a similar okay, idea. Okay, yeah. yeah. So you have three characters. Uh, when I played uh, the first time, one of the characters started off slightly sick, and there's a timer. So you have to do things quickly. You have to select a character you're going to die the first few times because it takes some, <laughs> some getting used game. to how you get things yeah, hard. And it is a hard game. Um, but you have to you know, get food for your people, go get water for your people. You can build things. So you have to get materials. If you want to actually have a good night's sleep, you've got to make a bed. Otherwise, you're too tired to do anything the next day, stuff like that. And then there's a night phase. And during the night phase, you send one or two of your people out to raid a nearby place. And... One of them was the the neighbor's place. You don't think anyone's there. You can go raid it. And, I yeah, there was no problem. Then another one was, don't go to this place because we hear gunshots. But, of course, there might be something really good there. Mm-hmm. And another one was, there's a church over here. I'm like, well, I'll go to the church. I went to the church. And Before one of the options, as I'm communion. looking around the church because there are other people, there was the poor box. Uh-huh. And I could steal from the poor box. And I'm like, 
Yeah, real moral dilemma there. <laughs> I'm poor. I mean, it's basically just yeah. sitting there oh, waiting for me. For me. Yeah. <laughs> but then also what can happen at night is you can be raided by other people. Right. So you have to have defenses. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it is interesting. I didn't. I haven't finished one. I haven't gotten too far in one yet. Um, so I'm going to try it again and see what else I can come up with. But, yeah. I, I think of it as, like, the 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 atmosphere of like the last of us where mm-hmm. everything is just depressing and yes. gross yes <laughs> on like fallout shelter yeah you know That's and about, so like yeah. you picture like fallout shelter where everyone's like and stuff but everyone's like Life sucks. <laughs> I'm dying. Yeah. You know, like that's Pretty this much. war of mine. Yeah. Yeah. And uh the other one I played, brand new, just got it on like Thursday, is Return to Dark Tower. Nice. I had to try it out with my daughter, uh downloaded the app, played it. We're probably gonna go through it pretty soon. Um, but the basic premise is you have this gigantic mechanical tower in the middle of the board. Everyone has their own little kingdom and you're moving around the place. Little skulls will sometimes come out of the tower, and if they come into your board, you gotta put them on one of your buildings. Mm. If any board or building gets four skulls on it, it explodes, and you get a corruption. And anyone who gets three corruptions, game's over. Mm. Uh, there's other ways to get corruption, right? Because um, it is cooperative. It is well. There's a co-op and there's a non-co-op version. Okay, so there's two ways to play. Um, uh, oh, it's a fascinating game because it. As the game, the board, uh, the the tower turns. Sometimes you have to remove a little seal. If you remove a seal, there could be a hole. So sometimes when you drop a skull in. in the top, it gets stuck behind a seal instead right. of popping out. You remove a seal. Suddenly three of them come at you. Right. Or Classic. it could reveal a little uh, glyph, and the glyph corresponds to one of the actions. If that glyph is facing you. You have to spend an extra spirit in order to do that action oh, at that's all. That's terrible. I thought this was going to be a good thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. No. <laughs> I hear no. Yeah, I'm like, Ooh, extra actions. <laughs> nope, makes it harder. They've been sealed up for a reason. <laughs> that checks out, I guess. That checks out. So you're saying you played this with your kid. Yeah. So you're saying this is on par with yummy, yummy monster tummy? Would you say yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe a little more complicated. Okay. So <laughs> like production <laughs> values the same. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> production values the same. Yeah, so. Uh, it was a fun game. Yeah, that's nice. awesome. Uh, yeah, I really look forward to playing it. Spoiler alert, we're going to play it uh, as soon as we're done filming this. Uh, so I'm excited for that. Uh, so let's get into news. Sure. I got news. I got a little bit of news. I got a little news. We'll bust through news and then like one, one so or two. So today in news, the big thing for me, right? Did we talk about Dead by Daylight yet? Uh, I think we talked about it only on the Discord. Right, I that's what I thought. If we did it in the so show I mean, I have to talk about this. Yes, I like the Dead by Daylight guys. So Dead by Daylight has a board game coming by Level Ninety Nine Games. They have partnered with Behavior Studios, who makes the video game. Uh, Level Ninety Nine Games is known for making Millennium Blades, um, which is a really good, interesting game. But yeah. it is like too much for me. There is so much just going on in that game that I'm just like, oh, like I played it once and I was like, that was cool. Keep it away from me. It's like oh. kind of like what I was like. Um, uh, designed by D. Brad Tolton Jr., who also designed uh, Millennium Blades. They did some other stuff, but that's like the standout. Uh, well, Millennium Blades is the famous one, right? Right. So. Um, this is supposed to be, uh, they said this is supposed to be like for sale in October of uh, this year, 2022, which makes it sound like not a Kickstarter. Right. Um, from the way they're saying it, it's not like coming to crowdfunding. They just said like it should like they didn't say I don't think they said hit stores, but it was like a similar expression that yeah. made it sound like it was just coming straight out, which I think Millennium Blades just came straight out. Right. I don't believe that was a Kickstarter. Yeah, I don't remember. Um, but uh, so three to five players. Uh, the only things I've written down here game wise, because then I can just tell you what Dead by Daylight is. It's three to five players. 
Uh, there is a normal and a special edition, which I don't have the prices for written for some reason. I always uh, – oh, never mind. It's because it's news. I don't have prices yet for news. So the normal edition is going to have seven survivors, six killers, and two maps. And the uh, special edition or whatever is going to have 17 survivors, 16 killers, so adding 10 to both and doubling the maps to four. So I'm wondering if they're going to use the IP killer, like the killers that they, they have the IPs for. clearly only using the um, – Original killers, yeah. Right, but there's not 16 of the original killers. I think there are. Are there I really? think there are. There's almost 30 well, killers in that game. They could do like wow. uh, I did, right, where you make them adjacent. Yeah, well, that's yeah, what, that's honestly, that's what Dead by Daylight is, though. Oh, like, really? when the game came out, like, they have the Trapper, who is clearly based on uh, Jason Voorhees, right, which they haven't gotten yet. They have the Legion, who really felt like Ghostface, then they got Ghostface, right? They, they have, have uh, they had the Hillbilly, Hillbilly who was clearly Texas Chainsaw yeah. Massacre, then they got Bubba, right? So, like, they tend to do their own version when they don't have the rights, sure. and then get the rights, and now they, they have do. both versions, sure, right? Sure. Like, that tends to be what they do, it seems. So, are they going to be like a hidden movement type of thing? So, that's... There's so nothing that's in gameplay. <laughs> I hate the picture, guys, of this map, because what it looks like, and listen, I could be totally wrong here. There was one picture released of this board, but I, I think, especially as someone who for a long time was designing a Dead by Daylight board game, I wanted it so bad, and I was coming up with ideas and doing all this stuff, and I thought it was coming along really well. And I see this, I'm just like, man, that is not how I would do it as someone who has put like 800 hours into well, this game. What's funny, though, <laughs> is that we talked about this, right? Like, I saw that. I sent Dan the link right away. I was like, oh, no. Because we were working on our own kind of thing. And then Dan's like, well, it's probably not going to be anything like ours. And like, right. Ours wound up not being Dead by Daylight anyway. We, we turned it into something else. But right. But I mean. It has those bones. But then looking at it, like the inspiration, I guess. Right? Yeah. Uh, but then looking at the pictures and stuff, it's like, oh, that doesn't look like anything that we're Yeah. So doing. to sum it up, what it looks like is you have a hand of cards, which are very simple action cards that just have a picture on them. Like. Like, uh, I think like um, pandemic cards, right? Where it's just, this is just a red card, right? That's all that card stands for, right? So it looks like you're going to have like crouch, run, vault, and walk. Like, that's what it looks like. And then the map is made up of different locations. Like, oh, here's the, I don't know what they're called, honestly, because in the video game, you just call them like the T-wall because it's literally like wall shaped like this and stuff, right? But they're going to have a bunch of different locations on the map in this. And the... They're connected by lines, and the lines have a picture on them. So this is a picture of a vault. So I'm guessing what that means is if you're in this location, you want to go to this location, you have to discard a vault card, right? That's what I'm guessing, which is just a super boring, simplistic system for Dead by Daylight, I think. Um, and then the idea behind Dead by Daylight is there are going to be generators around the map that you have to go and turn on. You have to activate them somehow. Uh, meanwhile, the killer is trying to hunt you down and kill you by hitting you, damaging you, and then putting you on a hook which the collector's edition will have um, 3D hooks that the the 3D modeled characters actually have holes in their back, so you place them no, on the hooks. On That's very cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, but um, so again, we don't know anything else. So this is going on blind. This could be an amazing game. It really could. I'm not trying to downplay level 99 again. The fact that Millennium Blades is that deep in meta, like, shows that they can do complicated, interesting games. That one picture, though, I just think that as a Dead by Daylight fan, was a terrible picture to share. Like, because yeah. that picture is just like, Dead by Daylight is not this simplistic. Like, just like, I want to go from here to here, vault. I want to go from here to here, walk. 
that that just doesn't scream dead by daylight to me at all. But we'll we'll see. I could be totally it's, wrong. It's way early in the exact yeah. stuff. Yeah. So, exactly. Yeah, it's, it's hard well, to jump. Uh, to we will conclusion. update you, of course, as this comes along, because it is one of my favorite video games of all time, and I'm very excited to see it finally get a board game. Even if I don't personally love it, I hope people do. Right. Yeah, and I I think like again, right, because of you, that is an IP that I have you know, gotten into and, sure. had, and put in a lot of hours and time with and had a f- fantastic time, like every time we play, uh, that it's almost like a blind buy for the game. But yeah. please don't let it suck. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, again, for me, once it uh, once there is a video for gameplay released, that's what I'm really going yeah. to hold my judgment for, yeah. is they will kind of like a Kickstarter intro video and they explain like something like that will come out at some sure. point before the game's out, and that's when I'll be like, you know, See how does this look? Is like, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, because it might be amazing. We'll see. I got one. Uh, Funko Games. Is, oh, Prospero oh. Hall is at it again. <laughs> yeah, they're coming out with Rear Window. Oh, yeah, I saw this. What Alfred Hitchcock's weird yeah. Rear Window. I mean, what was that, 1950s? Yeah. What a, just a, what a weird IP to decide to do. It's a three to five player game. It's going to come out next quarter, or uh, is it already summer, quarter? Summer release. It's going to yeah. be summer release. Okay, there we go. Um, it's a three to five player game. One of the players is the storyteller, the Hitchcock, Hitchcock. or whatever you want to call him. Um, and he can't talk, and he's trying to tell, uh, give clues to the other players. Like outfoxed. As, yeah, out, as to what is happening by playing cards that are kind of vague. and Or Mysterium. Yeah, the the thing say, is, yeah. so you're, you have to figure out who the murderer is and, and all sorts of details about the murderer, or if there even was a murder, because there might not have been. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> it's your window. Yeah, I haven't, seen, actually. I haven't seen it either, but I know what yeah. it is. Yeah, I have like... Or you it. could watch what was the Shia LaBeouf remake. Oh, I actually really like Disturbia. Is that yeah, what you're talking Disturbia. about? I actually really oh, like Disturbia. David oh, Morrison. Yeah. Oh. Same movie. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I thought so, but I wasn't 100% sure. I mean, not the same movie. I, I know, but like the same <laughs> I don't basic. Concept. I don't want to make people same mad. Same basic premise. Same story. Oh, something yeah. happened across the street. We saw it. Now they're, they know that we know. Or blah, 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 right. Blah, right. Did yeah. I see yeah, what I think I saw? Did I see what? Yeah. Hence Disturbia. But it's a classic idea of, you know, looking in on your neighbors and trying to figure out what's going on. So. Right, voyeurism, yeah. the game. <laughs> yes, no, it's just really <laughs> interesting to see like what Funko and Prospero Hall. Yeah. So Funko is the publisher, right. Prospero Hall is the design house. Right. Um, it's just really interesting to see what because they almost exclusively do licensed right. games, and somehow most of them seem to be liked. Somehow most so, of them are pretty decent. Yeah, pretty yeah. decent. Uh, and I but, really like the idea that the storyteller can't say a word. Yeah, through the whole thing. Well, again, like Mysterium, same <laughs> right. thing. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. This is this one that I'm going to talk about is a game that will get me to try this game again. I know what you're talking I about. Star Wars, Villainous. The power yeah. of the dark side. Yes, so yeah. Villainous, their characters you can be will be Darth Vader, Kylo Ren, General Grievous, Asajj Ventress. I have mm-hmm. a question for you, Tim. And Moff Gideon. And Moff Gideon. Yes, you saw the tokens lined up, uh-huh. right? Mm-hmm. Did you know that was Asajj Ventress from the tokens? I did not know that that was oh, Asajj yeah. from the tokens. Did I you? I knew it. Did I, I was like, are they doing Asajj Ventress? Okay. Like, I, did, I couldn't think of anyone else that looked like that. And when it was her, I felt pretty good about myself. she's like Clone Wars, lie. right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I barely know anything about her, honestly. See, I haven't watched Clone no, Wars. I knew but. it was Asajj Ventress, but I didn't know about Moff Gideon because I haven't I seen thought, Mandalorian. To me, to me <laughs> I wrote down again. I wrote oh, them down Spencer. before. As a matter of fact, you can even see. I wrote them down before seeing oh, okay. that they were announced. I thought they yeah. just showed the pictures. And I wrote I wrote Darth Vader, Kylo Ren, Asajj Ventress, General Grievous. And I actually thought Count Dooku was the oh, last yeah. one. because That's looked, what I thought. It yeah. looked so Count Dooku to me. Oh. And then I, I found later in the article they said Moff Gideon. I was like... 
weird choice. I mean, yeah. I guess they're just trying to, trying to get the live off ones, the yeah. popularity of Mandalorian well, you're, and stuff you're, right you're, now. Well, you're linking like yeah, the, and you're yeah, linking the major iterations together. Right? Yes. Yeah. But um and Mafia Dean's cool and that actor's oh, amazing. Yeah, I was just kind of surprised. I, you know what really surprised me, which makes me think this is clearly going to be a gameplay mechanic. Okay? Like you know the uh, fate deck? There's got to be something in there related to this cuz how the hell is Palpatine not a play- playable character? I think that that's coming. The, oh, okay. I you about you dark, think there's going to uh, be yeah, promo or something? He maybe? just seems base game to me. Like yeah. that just seems crazy, but I guess that's the point is you the can't, article you can't I read have was everyone like who feels like they should be base game base gamer you won't sell yeah. expansions yeah, right so. and i'm like i want to play darth maul yeah well he will definitely be an expansion. yeah <laughs> like, like darth maul makes sense to not be base game to me but sure. like palpatine yeah, yeah. is star wars so i was just yeah. expecting yeah i mean i want i want obviously like i want a tarkin i want a palpatine I right want, um, oh man tarkin sure. so good you know, uh, i want to i want a space on the tarkin board can you imagine how good that thrawn board Pawn oh. is uh, look, don't even talk to me the about Thrawn it. The Thrawn going to look amazing. Dude, it's going to just be Thrawn the Pawn. blue head with red eyes. That's oh, all I'd want so for the Thrawn one. But, uh, Thrawn Pawn. I, I want a I section of the Tarkin board that just says, you may fire when ready. Right? And that's just an action that you can <laughs> that take. That might be the winning one. Yeah, that's yeah. true, oh, too, so cool. to get to that point. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. Disney, uh, Disney Villainous is fine. I don't hate it as much as Tim. I think it overstays its welcome unfortunately, like 85% of the time. But as a game, I think it's a good design, and, the I, art, and, I, it's, and it's fun. It's really pretty. And, and, and the art is great. Um, and those, man, those power tokens. I'm just kidding. Amazing. Um, <laughs> but, uh, honestly, Marvel Villainous, I never got a chance to try, I but I play. really wanted to. I, I, I want to cool, play Marvel Villainous. But like now that Star yeah, Wars has yeah. been announced, which, again, not, I mean, most obvious thing ever, but we called the Star Wars Villainous like a year yes. and a half ago. Yeah, we like, certainly did. We, well, were we like, called the Marvel one, and yeah, then we called and then the we Star called, Wars We one. said Star Wars is next, yeah. Uh, Disney's just um, stretching their IP. Yeah, well, they're no, going, they're yeah. just, yeah, they're, um, what's the word? They're, it's it's obvious, right, right. That, they're, it's, that that's what they're going to do. But um, uh, I, I'm sold. Star Wars Villainous is a genius idea. And I can't yeah, wait to play this. And the art, like, you just see a couple of cards like the Falcon and the TIE Fighter on, and you're mm-hmm, like, oh, mm-hmm. it looks so good. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. going to be good. It's going to be really good. Ooh, well, maybe it'll get, it's like uh, Kyber Crystals instead of, like, the Power Oh, man. It'll be so much better. Yeah, but so, it will probably just be a cardboard right? Uh, yeah. Like, the, yeah. the, the, that seven with the, with the yeah, lines right. on it. Um, August. Right? August. Yeah, yeah. Yeah it's, August. yeah, it's all summer. These are, like, summer releases mm-hmm. for the most part. Um, while we're on the Disney train, okay. um, I'm also, I think I just have it on the brain cause I'm taking, like I'm going on a trip with the family in a couple weeks. We're going to Disney, but, uh, smash up is going to have a Disney, like not just expansion, but like, like a, a starter series. box, oh, like wow, a starter okay. box of smash up. Smash so up. like, so like Marvel just had their Marvel smash up, mm-hmm. which again, not like the small box where you get like four factions, but like right. the whole thing, right? right. Standalone expansion. Standalone expansion. So, uh, Smash Up, you shuffle two factions together. That's your deck. So you might have, like, pirates and dinosaurs. Shuffle those together. And then you're you're playing cards from your hand to take control of bases. And different bases do different things, give you different point values, blah, 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 blah. So Smash Up. Disney is going to have Frozen, Big Hero 6, Wreck-It Ralph, Lion King, Mulan, Aladdin, Nightmare Before Christmas, Beauty and the Beast. That's weird. That is actually a lot. That's yeah. that's pretty but cool. But I don't understand how that's going to work. Yeah, uh, same it, thing. How does normal Smash Up work? Oh, you have robot dinosaurs. No, no, okay, <laughs> okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah robot sense. dinosaurs who fight and all this. But you don't. You see a lot of fighting in the Lion King. 
Uh, yeah. yeah. There's uh, one yeah. scene. <laughs> one scene of fighting. Yeah, yeah, but it's like the you scene. Got, yeah. <laughs> you got Mufasa? Yeah. You all right? Yeah, I'm all right. I'm just losing stuff. <laughs> losing. Falling apart He's over got here. got them all worked up. <laughs> I know, like, oh, we're fighting. But yeah, anyway, so for those of you that are interested, or or even if you're just like curious about Smash Up, this might be a good family-friendly way to get people into it. You know, kids into it and stuff yeah. like that. But Okay. But not Sorry. rant time, but um, I, I discovered something. Yeah. Uh, so because I'm going to go into another standalone expansion, Sleeping Gods of Distant Skies. Yeah. was announced, right? That was mine. You can, oh, you you can, can talk about it. Uh, it. But okay. Um, <laughs> but, in, a month, uh, in a month, it'll be coming out. Right. Okay, cool. That's sooner than I thought. I probably have it written, yeah, 35 so thir- days. 35 right. days, so yeah. Um, so I, I literally had an epiphany that everyone's going to be like, Dan, you're such an idiot. This is what you had a problem with. But I had an epiphany, okay? Standalone expansion. I discovered why they do it, and I've just never thought about it before, and I still don't like it. I think it's a, it's a stupid expression, but literally, you guys are going to be like, well, duh. I've just never thought about it like this. So, smash up Disney, uh-huh. right? Yep. Nemesis, lockdown. Yep. Sleeping Gods, Falling Skies. They call it that because they want to use the same name for marketing purposes. Yeah, so they name don't just, recognition. Right, branding. exactly. So, they don't just call it something else. They call it Nemesis, lockdown. But the other ones are called Nemesis, Carnomorphs, Right. So because it's just the same name with a colon, they have to market it as standalone because everyone's going to assume that it's an expansion because it has the colon and a subtitle, right? So that's why they're doing it is because they want the brand Brand recognition of the main name with a colon. Mm -hmm. But that's how expansions work. So they're like, well, crap. Everyone's going to think it's an expansion. Put standalone really big on the box. That way you right? can just get that and play it. Right. And I literally had never thought about that as the main reason. But, like, I was thinking about it when I saw Sleeping Gods. And I was like, if I saw this box, I would just think it was an expansion. Because oh, right. the artwork, the name, everything yeah. just looks like an expansion. Right. Yeah, and oh, it's port. a standalone expansion. Oh, it's because they want to call it Sleeping Gods. Like, it all just kind of piled together. I still hate it. <laughs> well, like, the core I game. understand the marketing reason now. But the core game is also so similar that you can swap. Sure, and again, that's the other thing with the expansion thing is you just mix it together, I guess. But, um, uh, you know, uh, Vigilante is having a similar thing, right, where uh, we talk about it in our interview, but there will be a standalone expansion, you know, that he that he mentions in that interview. And an expansion expansion. And an expansion expansion. <laughs> yeah. That's what they should um, all just call them. Expansion expansion. Standalone expansion. That, that would help me. <laughs> no, but uh, <laughs> so, yeah, all we knew was, uh, so Sleepy Gods is a Red Raven Games thing in 35 days. Great art. Uh, well, so obviously by the time you see it, it'll be like 32 days or right. something, right? Yeah, so but, uh, yeah, there's a preview page on GameFound you can look at. Yep. Yeah, cool that it's going through GameFound. Yep. Yep. Also, um, one thing that it's maybe too late, but I'm going to mention it anyways because I think it bears mentioning. So GameFound, uh, it teamed up with the the uh, the publisher of uh, This War of Mine because this is where I thought you were going to go when you are talking yeah, about games you played. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And they were selling off the remainder of their Kickstarter yes. copies and all proceeds were going to Ukrainian like relief, relief. efforts, which yep. I thought was amazing. Yep. I was actually got online to buy a U.S. copy and they were sold out oh, in English. No. I was going to, oh, well. So you could buy one. You, there might be some available in other languages, yeah. but I believe that it is going to be pretty language dependent, like because of a lot of the text the on the cards and yeah. stuff. Yeah. But anyways, I just thought that was fantastic. And while I was disappointed, I wasn't able to get a copy. I honestly, I played the game and wouldn't have bought it otherwise. But like because of what they were doing, I was like, yeah, I'm gonna buy this game. And and you know, if I give it away or yeah. I just have it on my shelf, sure. I'm contributing to a cause. And then, uh, but then I was. 
I saw I was initially disappointed, like, oh, I didn't get to get one. But then we're like, wait, they all sold out. That's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Everybody got on there and yeah, is like yeah. doing this. Like it's working. Like yeah. so so I thought that was great. Um so if you are in another country, there might other there might be other languages available yep. still. Thought that was fantastic. It just makes you feel good about a company we already kind of like. Or, I mean, we like Game Found, we like Awaken Realms. Mm-hmm. And I know this war of mine, I think, is a Portal Games. It's made by a Polish company, and Portal's it's a big one. Uh, Portal's yeah. the big one out of Poland. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyways, I just thought that was fantastic. Wanted to mention it and uh, thought that was cool. Yep. Uh, there is going That's to be a protospiel in Indianapolis. Oh, nice. May 20th through the 22nd. Round. Okay. Uh, so if you go to pro- the if you look up protospiel online and you can find the conventions, if that's somewhere close to you, even if you don't have a game to design, if they're just selling like badges for people to go in and, and play the games, good. it's a history. good experience. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Because you're going to go, you're going to see a bunch of games like in various stages of de- development, right? So if you're one of these people that's like, I only, I only want to see the finished thing. I don't want to mess with it. Then this isn't for you. But I love, like, I played that game. Like, I played Scythe before it was finished. Uh, and it, we were using, like, mm-hmm. uh, ships from Eclipse as <laughs> nice. our mechs. You know what I mean? And it's like all of the cards were, like, just glued onto the, like, magic cards. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, yeah. magic Wrestling lands. Kind of and, thing. Yeah. yeah, you know. And so it's like I love seeing prototypes and seeing games before they're amazing. out. Mm-hmm. And then you get to see the finished version and right. everything. And, and sometimes uh, you get to give valuable feedback, and sometimes I listen, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and sometimes uh, you give unwarranted feedback, and they're like, shut up. Also, <laughs> more often. Probably more often than not. But uh, it's a really good opportunity. Or if you are an aspiring designer, you're up and coming. You yeah. want to get a bunch of eyes on the game. That's a really good place to go. All of those people are there for the same reason. And uh, I would say that we, when we hosted ours, I felt like we had one here in northern Indiana a few years ago, pre-COVID. And um, it was amazing. It was awesome. It was really good. And I felt like everybody had a really good time. And uh, everybody got a lot of good feedback and information. So it's just a really cool experience just to be part of the community and help these guys out. Because by going to be a playtester, you're helping them out. Because you you might be the one to break their game and go, oh, no, I didn't even think about that. You yeah. know, Or you might, you might have a suggestion that then changes what the final uh, version of that game looks like. And you're like, all right. Mm-hmm. They weren't going to do that until I showed up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was me. But uh, super Super cool that that's happening, and I've got one other bit of news. I'm for going to crowdfunding. Uh, tiny bit of news: the canvas, the new one, uh, is shipping now, so it's getting out there. Uh, talk to your local game stores if you didn't pre-order it, and uh, get yourself a copy of it. But there yeah. you go. Yeah, mine just showed up the house yesterday. So. Good, so I can ship mine in like a month. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> uh, also, so the last one I've got is another game coming out this summer because like they're now announcing all the summer releases. Mm-hmm. Uh, Avatar: The Last Airbender, yeah. Fire Ooh. Nation Rising. So Ooh. this is uh, along the Rising series. So there's like uh, the Harry oh, Potter the one, Rising, Thanos Rising, Thanos Rising okay. the okay. Star Wars like Dark Side Rising. Nice. So yeah, you are um, you're basically all like the famous characters, right? Popular characters uh, from Avatar, and uh, yeah, you're taking on the Fire Nation. And Was it the Fire Lords in the middle? I think so. I think so. I'm waiting to see. I haven't seen like a lot of. I've seen just like some of the art of the of the cards, and it's all like straight from the cartoon. So I love that cartoon. And. <laughs> Fingers crossed, I think we're going to be getting a preview copy of that and be able to okay. do a review oh, yes. and check it out. Yeah. Thanks cool. to the uh, kind people at the Op. And if you haven't seen it, go watch it. That's an amazing cartoon. And not the Shyamalan movie. Not the Shyamalan movie. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. Just go right. watch. Oh, that's my favorite movie. The three seasons animated Avatar Last Air. This was Dan's last episode. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're not helping I mean, street that. What? I'm all. a big fan of Ung. How do they say it wrong in the movie? <laughs> I didn't Ung. see it because yeah, I, I have taste. They pronounce it wrong. Well, how do they pronounce it in the show? Which the main character guy? Aang. 
Ang. So yeah, throughout the they entire movie, Ong. they call him Ong. What? Yeah, you know Did the movie based it? on the show. Yeah, they don't even know the guy's name. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. Uh, wow. So don't go watch the M Night Shyamalan one. Go watch the animated. And be, mm. to be fair, we were going to fire Dan way before that. Right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, guys. Uh, let's go and do you know, Kickstarter. Kickstarter. Crowdfunding. Yeah, Crowdfunding. Yeah, yeah, I have two. I'm hoping someone talks about one of them. Yeah, me too. I'm let, I let that to you. I put a bunch of time right. on the news. So. Uh, so first, I'll talk about Hamlet. This okay, looks cool. See, this is why I didn't. Uh, I didn't think anyone was going to talk about this one. So I was looking at this one. Hamlet, oh, the cool. village building game, is set for a March a standalone 29th. expansion. It's not Shakespeare. Oh. No, I know, but <laughs> I did learn something though. Uh, so Hamlet, the village building game, uh, is set for a March 29th uh, end date. So you have till then uh, by Mighty Boards, who we know from. Uh, they publish Excavation Earth. Like that mm-hmm. game a lot. Fantastic fun. game. Uh, a little too crunchy for me, honestly. I don't know if I'll play it again, but when I played it, I was like, this is great. Yeah. <laughs> um, Petricor, which I've never played, Super, but is I've maybe only heard my favorite word in the English language. Um, and yes, I've heard only good things yep. from Petricor. Uh, uh, the, uh, and then, so those are the two games they design or they publish that we know. And then the designer of Hamlet did Petricor. Um, he also did The Pursuit of Happiness, which oh. is another game that people love. Yep. I have Haven't not played, played it. Heard. Um, and he did And Then We Held Hands, which is another game I've only heard good things okay, about. Yeah, I've heard of it's like a two-person game about you can't talk to each other. And it's about how well you know each other and overcoming obstacles together in a game. Like it's, it's, it's supposed to be really good for like couples. Like okay. It's just like you play this game and you just, how well can we work together sure. in this in this? So Bob and I would nail it. Either that, yeah. that or <laughs> break a couple up. That's true. Which <laughs> means you didn't need to be together. Yeah. Uh, so so Hamlet is for one to four players. Uh, it has a play time of 60 to 90 minutes and a, and a uh, regular to, you know, deluxe price from 61 to 230, um, which, you know, some stuff in between. Uh, that's all I've written down. And then I'm going to go off memory here. So Hamlet uh, is a game where there's uh, eight like asymmetric or oddly shaped tiles like there's like you know like literally like a half moon that peeks out in a corner right and then they're all different and you are placing them uh to build out a city that makes sense and you have to make it make sense because things matter oh so first of all the thing i learned a hamlet you probably know this (laughs) is is a small village in uh england that does not have a church I did not know the church part, right? It specifically is a small village that doesn't have a church. So in Hamlet, you are building out this village that needs to make sense because uh, there are, like, buildings on the tiles. And so, like, let's say you have a blacksmith or something, right? I don't know what they are. But um, you need to be able to build a resource align with your donkeys. You're using these, they call them donkeyples. You're using these donkeys uh, uh, kind of like, um, God, what's that game where... Is it a supply train or something? Yeah, like, like a supply yeah. train where you have to have uh, like a donkey on slow, each tile uh, or something. Or the fast lots? Uh, yeah, fast I haven't played that, <laughs> but sure. actually. Um, but so so you might have like a depot over here or like an ore mine over here, and you have to have donkeys help like get them to the blacksmith or whatever like that, right? And so you have to have the, the roads and stuff all make sense, and like it really comes together and looks really fascinating because everything's odd-shaped, so you get this... Hmm odd-shaped town sprawling out, right? Um, But then the main point of the game is you are all building the church, right? So you are getting these buildings working. You're getting the supply lines gone. I know. Well, yeah. (laughs) And the game's over. It's Hamlet, the village-building game, because you're turning a Hamlet into just a normal village. I see. Right? Um, (laughs) But but so a lot of really interesting mechanics here. It it looks like there is a cooperative and not cooperative mode, I believe is what I saw on there. Um, And then obviously there is a solo mode because it says one to to five or, or whatever. But um, just a lot of very interesting mechanics and a really pretty looking game. Um, I, I'm 
interested in that big deluxe two hundred thirty dollar thing because I it's gotta come with like other games or something because like it comes with uh, a cardboard 3D version of the church that you put together, kind of like uh, Pillars of the Earth, uh-huh. right? But like cardboard, right? Where you're like building it in the middle of the town. It comes with metal coins and it comes with like silk screened meeples and donkey meeples, right? But that doesn't raise the price from 61 to 230. Right. So there's got to be something else included in there that I just didn't uh, didn't notice. Like multiple, like maybe that's a retailer pledge with multiple copies that oh, I wasn't paying attention oh, maybe, to or something. Um, but uh, anyway, uh, if, if the game looks fantastic. I, 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 this idea is really cool. And if there is a cooperative mode, because I think there is, I find that a very cool theme. Us working together to build this village and to get our church built. You know, like yeah, I, Dan, I find there's that very a interesting. there's a sixty one dollar. That's the Founders Deluxe right. Pledge, right? Oh, the 61 is the Deluxe. That's the lowest one I saw. And the 230 is the Merchant's Pledge. Right, that makes okay. sense okay. then. So that's 61 is, yeah. uh, is what you're sitting at. Yeah, that's way better. And that's really a good price for a Deluxe, for a deluxe yeah. Yeah. Uh, version. Deluxe. Yep. All right. I got one that I really want to try um, from Gap Closer Games or I Gap Closer. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Illiterati. I, yeah. That's my <laughs> that's second one. Yeah. Yeah. That's I mean, why I mentioned Hamlet. I felt like, you knew I I felt like Spencer was going to talk the about word this game one. Guy. Of course. Mm-hmm. I love word games. I love words. This uh, looks so interesting. Someone in Discord. Oh, my gosh. So yeah. someone in Discord actually pointed us out. While you're talking, I'll get that name for us. All right. So this goes until March 25th. So you have a little bit of time. It's a one to five player game. It's co-op. It's a, a word game where you are drawing tiles from a bag. And everyone has to make words with all the tiles. If a tile is not in a word, one of those tiles is going to be burned from the game forever, and you can no longer use that that letter. Mm. <laughs> oh, um, it was Mike. Mike oh, R. Mike, said yeah. uh, he he's seen virtually nothing about this, but the concept seems really unique, and he shared it. It's very unique because there's just so many things going on. Um, for instance, on the tiles, they'll sometimes have these little symbols, and those symbols, I think they're, they're called narrative elements, you are trying to complete two books, and each book basically is a requirement. You need to have a word that is so elements. long that is about animals. And some of them will be like, and it has to have this narrative element in it. Right, like, so the red are little hearts yeah. on the cards, and they represent drama that you're adding to the story, right? And the purple swords are conflicts, the green clouds are tragedies, and the orange compasses are adventures. And so you are trying to make a book, and it says, well, this chapter right here needs to have adventure and drama in it, yep. right? And, like, it's just, what a yeah. cool oh, system. I'm glad they use symbols to go with the colors. Yes. Correct, yeah. And then there's the illiterati, which is kind of like the Illuminati, but their entire purpose is to make the world illiterate. And so every at the end of every turn, you look at an, illum- an illiterati, I'm going to keep saying that wrong, yeah, it's an fine. illiterati card that does something. Like, one of them will be like, any player who has a word that's only three long has to burn two letters. Mm-hmm. And, I mean... That's pretty it's cool. crazy. Yeah. And it looks like they stack <laughs> they up, stack. like to where like yeah, the they, first they time one other, card yeah, and the yeah. second time there's like two cards or something like that. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Honestly, wa- I watched the how to play <laughs> video a couple times and I read the page and I was like, I don't see how you win. There's <laughs> oh, so much stacked so against. There's so much stacked against. Like it's like if you don't like, so you pull that pool of letters and if you don't use any letters, one of the letters gets burned for good. Yeah, it's out of the game for good. Yeah, and you're like. <laughs> How are we going to use their random letters? How are we all going to make 
words using every letter. That doesn't seem possible. I know. <laughs> like, I just that's know. impossible. And you only have three minutes to do it. <laughs> that's literally me playing. Like that's a, That would be like a meme of me playing this game. I'm just saying. Sure. I'm not great at word games anyway. I tend to like them, even though I'm bad at them, right? Because mm, I, right. I find that cool. Um, but like this game, see, like I'm going to be sitting there and be like, I got the... <laughs> you know, with no literary no, elements. The thing is, How are you guys the doing? The thing is, it's a co-op game, so you like the theatric. There you go. Yeah, that's true. You give each other yeah, you're letters. Swapping you letters you as you go. Around. And um, also, there's like a final chapter. If you continue, if you complete your two books, you have to do the final chapter, which is like a massive dun, thing dun, to dun. do. Uh, it's so it's thirty-five dollars for the base game. It's forty-nine for the deluxe, which is like yeah, talking about great price tiles. deluxe. It is. Yeah, it's got all sorts of cool things in the deluxe. Um, and it's supposed to mar- uh, ship in April of t- 2023. A couple uh, things that I don't know if you mentioned because um, I was looking up that thing. So the cards for the game are Dixit-sized. Um, they look really nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is a stretch goal for a PvP mode because uh, it, it is currently just a cooperative real-time game. Um, and then uh, Gap Closer Games made rival restaurants. Ooh, okay. I have heard really good things yes, about. This was one of the, but but I have uh, not played. Yeah. So, uh, one of the ducks things is it gives you a bonus thing for that game. Nice. Did you want to mention that that was on? Oh, <laughs> is that on crowdfunding? Uh, yeah, yeah. I didn't even realize that was crowdfunding. I thought that was just out. No, yeah, I saw it on the Kickstarter uh, oh front page. Now I gotta sure, look that up. Uh, Munchkin oh. Batman. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> never, mind. never mind. Keep it to yourself. I know. <laughs> I know. I just I, I I figured Tim would at least want to mention it because he loves Munchkin so much and it's Batman. Well. <laughs> I mean, I don't hate Munchkin, I guess, so that makes it that by makes default you love that it. I love it. <laughs> you love it. If you, just don't, if you don't hate that game, it is your favorite game. <laughs> right. That's just how it works. Oh, and guess what? It is, like, made $170,000 Of course. Of wow. course. On Kickstarter. Oh, yeah. And the Literati, like, funded in a short mm. amount of time. It's totally yeah. safe. Mm-hmm. Safe. I got another one? Yeah. Nope, that's it for me. That was the... Literati was when I was looking at. Okay, it. cool. Oh, yeah. yeah, so I'll just do Munchkin Batman real quick. It's got a bunch of the artwork in the Munchkin style, typical Batman and Rogues gallery, so on and so forth. A pretty interesting like playboard of like Gotham, you know, and there's like your windows and there's the bat signal and mm. uh, things like that. I mean, this looks. I mean, it's like regular yeah. Munchkin. Get to level ten, you win. Uh, the pledge levels, so fifty bucks. Fifty. For the Kickstarter uh, edition, which so you get a dice pack, uh, blank cards, unlock stretch goals, blah blah blah, fifty bucks a lot. That's a little Munchkin. high for a uh, yeah. Let's see. Then there's Munchkin Batman and Crazy Cooks for so eighty bucks. <laughs> so that's another Munchkin game, right? And then there's a hundred dollar retail. You know what though? Like I think that Munchkin Batman, I would probably. I'm not gonna pay fifty bucks for it, but if I saw it uh, for retail. You know, and it's like twenty bucks, like most Munchkin games yeah, are. Or whatever. Yeah, if you yeah, saw it at fine. a Goodwill, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll pick it up. Yeah, I'll pick it up. Munchkin Marvel is actually pretty good. Sure, like really pretty good. I, and I, I still, I just love the fact that I have still never played Munchkin and never will. Oh, and I just make, Wait, yeah, why never will? I because I, then I can live this joke of making fun of you for liking it, even though I have no reference. Well, see, here's the thing. Now is now you're playing D and D. You right. kind of want to play Munchkin yeah. because there's all these really great yeah. inside jokes ah, for Munchkin. So yeah, but like, are the inside jokes worth it or is this inside joke worth it? And I would just wrap <laughs> up this one. I mean, sure. Uh, <laughs> we have time, do we have time for one more or are we going to wrap it up? Uh, if you can be brief. Okay. Solar 175 is by Cogito Ergo Meeple. Um, goes till March 31st. It's a one to five player Euro legacy game. It's set in space. 
It's bag building, area control, worker placement. You can expand your mining, your building. You're uh, doing an interesting election can- uh, uh, mechanic, so you're trying to manipulate the government. Yeah, um, checks out. The thing that I liked about this one, I mean, it has really amazing art. It's a legacy game that doesn't get rid of cards. It only adds cards. Interesting. So it's completely replayable. You can just reset it. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a really cool idea. Yeah. Um, it's $88 for the base game, 110 for the deluxe, and if you want all the expansions, it'll, it'll add a stock market. It's okay. a whole different thing, and that's 122 I think. Well, there you go. I don't remember. I got it written Not down. terrible. I can't my handwriting. It depends on what everything comes, right. what all comes it in. Looked, it, looked really, it looked very fun. Um, yeah. It looked very crunchy, but check it out. Yeah, right on, right on. Well, that was our uh, that was our crowdfunding, and that is going to wrap it up for us today. Uh, it, fun fact, episode note, right? This is episode 99. I guess yeah. it's Bear, Bear's mentioning. Uh, not sure what we're going to do for the 100th because it's got to land on like a weird time yeah. for scheduling with some stuff because I'm going to be out of town so when we I. would technically film the 100th. And I kind of feel like I should be here for that one. <laughs> so we'll see, we'll see what's up. It's, it's time for a new age. That's right. <laughs> it's the dawn of Aquarius. A what's younger, happening? A younger age. What's happening? <laughs> You're making Bob leave? Yeah. He's what? older than me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Barely. <laughs> uh, anyways, guys, um, thank you for watching. Always uh, make sure you like, subscribe, tell your friends. Join the Discord, uh, Facebook. If you if you have suggestions or something you want to see us do for our 100th episode, leave it in here. Uh, I mean, it might just be like yeah, we do it here in the Discord. We might just do like a top 10 or 20 of our favorite games or something. You know, yeah, some of that. You know, just well, it's changed since it probably true. Has. last true. time. I mean, mine definitely has. Yeah, there's yeah. definitely some new games yeah, yeah. around the top, hanging around the top. Hang but uh, let us know what you think. What 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 would you like to see? Um, Always check out our other channels that we've got on the Game Talk Network. We've got Miniatures Rundown. We've got Pokemon Rundown, Magic the Gathering Rundown. That's all the rundowns, right? I'm not going to give you a hint. Okay, fair (laughs) enough. Also, the Board Game Rundown is the most important one, but you're already here. Uh, Check out our friends at the Board Game Mechanics. Jason and Katie do a pretty okay job most of the time. Most time. Jason's got a really active uh, YouTube channel, always putting out all kinds of reviews, old games, new games, all kinds of stuff. Uh, Katie's actually been writing, uh, doing like some blog stuff, okay. and uh, they she has a really good uh, sort of breakdown of the new uh, winds of Libertalia oh, okay. versus Libertalia. Nice. Uh, so if you are curious about that, or what the if you have the new edition and had never played the old one, or vice versa, uh, it gives you a really good comparison uh, going through and kind of explaining it. And I was teasing, I ca- I uh, sent her a message, and I was like, "This is like just hearing you talk to me, like the way that she writes." Oh, sure. mm-hmm. So if you're familiar with her. And you like her, unlike Dan. And her delivery. Uh, right. You know, and everything. Yeah, you, so every sentence ends with Dan sucks. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Yeah. So it's a huge shout out to you, the whole thing. But yeah, it was, really, it was a really nice article. Quick read, you know, but, uh, but I enjoyed it. Gave me a lot of good insight on it. So I appreciated that. So anything else, guys? Not That's it. Good. Not it. All right, for the Board Game Rundown, I've been Tim. I've been Bob. I've been Spencer. I've been Dan. We'll see you next time. Thanks for watching.